Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is my interview with Emmy Award-nominated actor from Ted Lasso, Nick Muhammad. I remember Jason, before we filmed season two, he said, it opens and closes on Nate's eyes. And I was like, ooh, what does that mean? What Nate did, um, no one could have seen coming. And it feels like a huge betrayal. I just felt sorry for him. Like, I was heartbroken for him at the end of season two. Ted was always really good to him, took him on his wing, like, you know, stepped him up. You made me feel like I was the most important person in the whole world. And then he abandoned me. Nate the betrayer, Nate the son figure, I think Ted is all those things. I think we're all all those things. It's a really bold move by the writers to take a character they deliberately got everyone to root for and then just take it away. It's always good to keep people on their toes, isn't it? Well, hey, next season should be fun, right? Regarding your old team, AFC Richmond, any idea why everyone is expecting them to finish 20th this season? Probably because there's no 21st. The wonder kid himself. Rather than proving his worth to the likes of Ted, who's obviously a force for good, he's proving it to Rupert, who's the force for bad. Nathan Shelley, you are a killer. Sport. It's quite the metaphor. It also makes for a heck of a nickname. One and welcome to the Next Best Picture podcast, where today I am being joined by, you may know him as Nate on the Hit Emmy Awards series show, Ted Lasso. Nick Muhammad. Nick, how are you? I'm very, very well, thank you, Matthew. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I can't believe that we're almost coming to the end here of season three at this time. There's what, I think only three episodes remaining now? There are, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because what, episode nine came out yesterday? So yeah, 10, 11, and 12. And a lot has got to happen. You know, a lot has got to happen in 10, 11, and 12. So yeah, yeah, kind of crunch time for a lot of characters, I think. Absolutely. And so I'm curious to know, as we get closer to the end here, what, what is it like watching people react to it on a week-to-week basis? I mean, obviously, you know how this all unfolds and how it happens. What, what is it like just hearing the response, whether it's on social media or from friends, family? How, how has that experience been for you? It's really fun, actually. I mean, I it's the first time, um, we're, like, weirdly, my family are really into it. And, you know, they, they'll, they'll sometimes watch stuff that I'm in, but they, like, like, my mum, my dad, my sister, her kids, so my niece and nephew, they're, they're all like really into it, which is kind of great. It's sort of the first time that's happened where all of them are kind of watching it. And so that's quite fun because, you know, they'll, you know, we'll have a chat after each episode has dropped and they've seen it and like, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I wonder where this is going, you know, and I'm good not to reveal anything to them um, in advance. But, but yeah, it's it's a funny old thing, you know, social media does its thing and, you know, I'm, I'm on Twitter, but I try and not to, you know, I'll go on and, you know, publicize the show and do what I what I can, but I try not to scroll too much, partly because, you know, you know, you know what social media is like. And yeah. partly also because that's what Nate does in the show. He kind of becomes a bit too fixated on what people are saying and thinking about him. Um, but it is, you know, it it does um 
polarize is too strong a word but but nate has has definitely um you know there were a lot of people who were very uh displeased with what he did at the end of season two and you know going into season three there there are still you know people hankering for their pound of flesh and you know whether you know nate gets redeemed or not it's not really in the eyes it's you know it's up to the audience to decide whether they have forgiven him or not really in terms of I wouldn't say it's sort of black and white in that he's definitely redeemed or not redeemed. So, you know, there is a lot of people who have got a lot to say about Nate and his behaviour. And for them, you know, he overstepped a mark at the end of season two and he could do anything. And, you know, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be the old Nate back in, you know, their good books. Um, and for others, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we see how he's maybe learning and growing as a character. But still, he's not done enough. You know? So it's funny because every Wednesday, you know, social media does kick off and it is, it is you know, it does its thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's interesting, too, because that development for your character at the end of season two, I thought was so incredibly strong because it was rooted in pain that I think we all could understand. We might be frustrated by it, but it was understandable. We all knew where Nate was coming from when he lashed out yeah. at Ted. And so heading into season three, and as we've seen over the last couple of weeks, Nate is still grappling, I think, to some degree with that choice. Now, part of that is because I do think that uh, we, we see there's this isolation where he's no longer surrounded by the camaraderie of the team that Ted Lasso uh, coaches. Yeah. So tell me, what was it like for you shooting season three and not having many of your familiar scene partners this time around. Yeah, I mean, I tried to, you know, it, without being sort of pretentious about it, but I tried to sort of use as much of that sort of sense of kind of, uh, you know, loss, abandonment, however you want to phrase it, kind of, or, or that, you know, just just it being a completely different environment, an element of almost impost, imposter syndrome of suddenly finding myself on a completely different set, acting with, you know, a, a different bunch of characters. So I tried to use as much of that as possible for real, like that sort of sense of not quite maybe belonging here, because, you know, like you say, so much of my prior experience on Ted Lasso had been, you know, in the locker room or on the sidelines with Brendan and Jason. And so to not have to not have sort of the daily interaction with them in that kind of way, even though obviously they were always present for the scenes that I was shooting and stuff, but not, you know, we weren't acting together on screen. You know, I just tried to sort of channel that into Nate as much as possible, because I feel like, you know, whatever he's done and even in, you know, in the press room, even in, you know, episode one of season three, you can see that he's sort of suffering and already possibly regretting what he did and how he went about it. So I think it was really important for it to feel authentic as well, that, that, you know, I sort of tried to use as many sort of tools to my advantage in terms of portraying how lost and bereft he felt. Yeah, no, absolutely. But you do get to act opposite a couple of other uh, actors this season, some of which have uh, helped to explore the Nate character uh, fervor, especially your interactions with Jade, uh, played by Edya Budik. Am I saying that correctly? Budik? Yeah, Budik, yeah. 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 Can you tell me a bit about the, well, you, well your reaction, actually. I, I, I would like to know your reaction when uh, the showrunners came to you and said, hey, this is where we're going to take Nate this season and have him get into this uh, romance, uh, if you will, uh, to help further layer the character. Yeah, no, and I knew that there was a romance kind of coming and I and I and I was, I was trying to remember this, actually. Uh, like, at what point did I know that it was going to be 
um, Jade. I actually, I don't, I think it was at the start, like just before we started sh- shooting season three, I, I think Brett told me or Jason told me like, oh yeah, it's actually Jade is going to be the one. And it, and it made so much sense then, like not least because, I mean, they're so smart as writers, but not least because, you know, we sense like a frisson between them, even in season two. I mean, obviously she absolutely rejects him um, in, in season two, but he does, he does ask for her number, actually. So he does, and you know, that place, The Taste of Athens, it represents, it's really symbolic for Nate because it's part of who he is. It's sort of, um, it doesn't have any of the kind of the baggage of the the football and the glamour. It's just somewhere where he can not necessarily even be himself because there's, you know, it's somewhere where he would go as, you know, with his family and clearly he has a difficult relationship with his dad. So it does, to, to a degree, also kind of conjure up sort of, um, a slightly sort of darker side t- to Nate, but it is important to him. And I think it's important to his journey that, you know, that place is significant in in him, I guess, maybe finding his way. And I think we've already found, you know, up, up to episode nine now that, um, that you know, Jade is, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, represents a real kind of force for good in his life. And it's something that he's never really exper- experienced before. He's never had that kind of intimate relationship and, that kind of support in that kind of way. And, you know, I think that he still absolutely, you know, if this does happen, he still absolutely needs to have the moment of self-realization. He can't be told that what he's done is wrong. He has to learn that himself. And, you know, perhaps that is coming in these latter few episodes, but, um, but, um, but Jade is absolutely someone who is allowing his eyes to sort of be open, you know, even, even the fact that she clearly sees Rupert for what he is, instantly and isn't um she's not phased um by you know or she's not romanced in the same way that Nate has so easily been swayed by a fancy car and you know managing a fancy club and you know the wealth and the power that Rupert sort of exudes she's not taken by that in the way that Nate is and so Nate is starting to kind of questioning himself as a result of that and you know we've seen at the end of episode nine that first act of defiance against Rupert yeah um and that's you know that's a big big moment from in his arc definitely absolutely no i definitely agree with that um when i last saw you uh in person it was at the hca tv awards yeah yeah i remember you were so happy <laughs> and <laughs> you know you've been nominated for an emmy award uh for this show um would you would it, would, would it be fair to say that this show has change the trajectory of your career oh i think undoubtedly i mean like it's it's a but it's and it's a weird old thing and it's a weird old thing to be kind of you know living in that moment right now because i'm aware that partly because you know i i had a you know i was perfectly happy in my acting career you know prior to ted lasso and you know did did all right and you know it was fine i was very happy with it but you know it's so rare that a show kind of comes about you know you go up for a casting you happen to get it and then it becomes the show that you know none of us could have anticipated what it was going to become um and it has undoubtedly changed all of our lives you know we're, we're all i think quite open about it and we're just so eternally grateful for it because and also because i think it is such a positive show it's i think it's something that will hopefully we'll all look back on in years to come and be really proud of it because it did have a very, you know, there's a real powerful message at its core. Um, it's really positive. I, you know, I don't, I think, I think, I hope it's really going to sort of stand the test of time in that regard. And so, yeah, it absolutely has changed my career and it, but it is odd. It's, it's odd to think that that is true because, because for one, for one thing is that you're not really taught. And uh, not that I went to drama school, but I understand 
often it's taught at drama school that you should never kind of get your hopes up. You should always approach each casting and opportunities of like, well, yeah, it might happen. It might not happen. You know, they try and teach you to be really robust because, you know, it's realistic. And, you know, the same is true as as a comedian doing shows up at the Edinburgh Festival and stuff. You know, you're almost taught a discipline of, yeah, and you're not, you're not going to have many coming in an audience. You might get a bit of bad press and, you know, but, you know, you got to, that sort of part of course, you sort of take that as it is and you just got to try and do your best work and just keep going and, you sort of build up a quite thick skin. But what what no one ever teaches you is like what happens when you're in a show and it suddenly blows up and does really well. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, you know, it's a really new experience for so many of us. I've talked to uh, so many people over the years about that, like Jeremy Strong and how he had to yeah. adjust to like having so much fame with like succession. And yeah, there are still some actors who were like the biggest stars in the world, uh, like Christian Bale and he was like I I just you know I never know when I'm gonna get a job I'm like dude you're Christian Bale you know so I I recognize what you're saying with that like that humbleness of you gotta just take each opportunity as it comes yeah because I and I'm also aware that you know Ted Lasso is you know flavor of the month right now but you know we'll quickly you know there'll there'll be another show in a year time you know there'll be something else that'll come about and and that's the way it is you've got some great stuff lined up too I mean you've got uh Maggie Moore's premiering at Tribeca uh pretty soon Yes, yeah, in June, I think, yeah. yeah. Chicken Run, Dog, Dawn of the Nugget, you're lending your voice yeah, talents fun. for that. Yeah. You got a good slate coming up here. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, ab- absolutely. But, but you know, I mean, goodness me, I'm a huge fan of Christian Bell. I've never met him. But, you know, that's great to hear someone like him say things like, yeah, but you kind of, you're always after your next gig. You're always like, okay, but what am I doing in a year's time? Because, you know, I've got a family and, you know, I've got a mortgage. And, you know, you just sort of, you, you don't, don't, well, I, you don't kind of quickly get out of that mindset of kind of being an actor for hire, really. And sure. so, um, yeah, but, you know, yes, Ted Lasso has changed things and I'm very grateful for that. It's, it's, it's lovely. Absolutely. And as we come to the end of Ted Lasso here, of course, I'm not going to get you to reveal anything. I, I wouldn't want yeah. to. I want to enjoy the show as it unfolds, of course. Uh, but I'm curious to know. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is this indeed the final season? <laughs> it, like, has it been communicated to everybody that this is it? The story's over. We're done. <laughs> Just before, like, you know what, I can be really honest, just before I got on this call, I, I was, Brett was texting me about something else, and we were just texting, and we were, and I was just praising him for his performance, actually, in, in the most recent episode, that in that um, press briefing, I just thought his his sort of speech, and that was brilliant, like, yeah. so good, and um, yeah, he was just being really sweet, and I just was like, I was just saying, I was like, God, do you really think it is the end? And he was like, I don't know, and like, I was like, oh, God. But what if it is? And it's like, no, surely it can't be. And we were, we were like, it's, we just, we genuinely don't know. Like, we don't, we don't know. And like, if it is the end, then it has been the most incredible experience. And and I think there is a degree of like, I think that I think you know, creatively, if they want to just do three and bow out and be like, this is our best work, and this is what you know, this is what we always intended it to be, and we don't want to kind of fizzle out this is how we want to we want to end on a high then kind of good on them and i really respect that but then equally part of me is like 
oh god but it'd be fun to do some more and you know who knows maybe there'll be a break we'll do some more maybe there'll be a film maybe there'll be a spin-off who knows there's all these things that are being sort of spoken about but i i genuinely a christmas don't. special uh, a christmas special yeah i'd love that <laughs> well nick i really really appreciate the time here happy for all the success can't wait to see where the character nate goes on the show and best of luck to you and everything you have coming up it's a really really exciting time for you oh thank you Matthew. thanks very much take care all right take care bye-bye Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to my interview with Emmy-nominated actor from Ted Lasso, Nick Muhammad, here on the Next Best Picture podcast for Ted Lasso Season 3. Ted Lasso's third season is now currently streaming on Apple TV Plus with Seasons 1 and 2 available to stream as well, and Season 3 is up for your consideration for this year's Emmy Awards in all eligible categories. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.